0: Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Hello, hello, and welcome back. My super expander loves, how are you? How are you doing? You know, I just want to tell you how grateful I am for you tuning in and listening because wouldn't be a podcast if, if it wasn't for you, so heart is filled with gratitude for you on a continual basis, and I just want you to know that. So I'm picking up where I left off last time, which was in Bali. I think I left my heart in Bali, to tell you the truth. Daydreaming about going back, and in fact, I already know that I'm going back definitely next August for sure, and who knows, maybe before them. I was so excited to not only be there for the breathwork retreat, but uh, my dear friend, Bonnie Fay lives there. And I had such a special opportunity to spend about four full days with her. And it was just pure, pure magic. We, she, she took me on so many adventures, showed me so many different things. And it was just really nice to hang out um, with a girlfriend, you know, it's, it's It was super nice, so Bonnie, if you're listening, I love you, thank you. <laughs> grateful for you, something really special about Bali outside of the fact that it's it's literally a Spiritual mecca. There are energy lines there, which are you know the faults that are underneath of the earth. There's like a lot, like I think of four separate plates, which makes it a very, very energetically powerful place to manifest, and you really can feel it. You can truly feel it. Like if you've ever been to Sedona and been in the vortexes there, they it's very similar in Bali. The energy it's actually stronger and and during one of our breathworks there was an actual earthquake and we are certain that it was it was our breathwork that that called it up that we were conjuring so much energy so much heart opening during that moment because it was truly during the heart opening part that that it happened that we we made the earth shake but something else that's really magical about bali is the people the people of bali are so genuinely happy, and nice, and just, I don't know, it's infectious. I was in awe of it, actually. They are just genuinely happy and loving and kind, and they go out of their way to look you in your eye, to speak to you, to make you feel seen, to make you feel heard, to make you feel special. So funny thing, funny story before I dive into the rest of my lessons, my... I was leaving the one hotel I was staying at to go to from Ubu to Uluwatu. And it's about like a two hour drive. And so I had a driver taking me and my driver decided to bring his wife on the ride, which was, it was sweet and cute and fun. And so we're on the way there and he's like, "Mm, are you hungry? And he's like, let's, let's go get you some lunch. (laughs) So he takes me on this adventure to go eat lunch on a, like at this seafood place on the beach and I take, I decided I was going to take he and his wife t- to lunch. So I, I bought lunch for them and they were, oh my gosh, they were just completely blown away, which really just felt good. It felt really good to treat them just for no good reason other than I was going to treat them, right? Just, you know, makes you feel good. So we sit down into this seafood lunch, which was the crazy spread of food for the, I mean, the prices are just crazy. It was I think like $80 for so much food for, for three of us Where at least back here in the States that definitely would have been like three times that. And while we're sitting on the beach, this, this band comes up and just starts singing and playing music for us, several songs, which was just super special and so fun. And from there, when we leave after lunch and we head back out of the road, I'm thinking I'm going to my hotel now. The driver decided he wanted to to show me some of the sights. So he's like, "You've got to go see this temple," and he took me to this beautiful temple on these cliffs overlooking the water in Uluwatu. And it was, I I probably wouldn't have seen it if he didn't take me there. And it was such a special special place. There was a fire dance, so I got to see a fire dance, which was so cool. And then from there. I had, was dying to see the the Bulgari resort, and so he took me over to, to tour it, and of course once I toured it, I knew that I had to stay there, and so I ended up um, booking two nights to stay there so that I could anchor in the wealthiest version of myself, but the this hotel, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful, overlooking, it's like on the cliffs, overlooking the water, it was just stunning. And so he took me there and said that I needed to inspect it to see if I wanted to stay there. <laughs> uh, it was such a, such an adventure. And then he finally, after basically spending the entire day with me, took me over to, to the hotel. And I was just thinking that like zero chance here in the United States that any Uber driver or taxi driver ever would have done <laughs> something, something like that. So also one of my lessons is just how, how generous the the people are in Bali and restoring I think just the, your faith in humanity and how wonderful humans actually are and can be. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So diving back in, picking up where we left off. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202 918 your questions. Lesson number six. So we spend most of our days longing for an easy life, but what we truly want is a purposeful life. That was one of my learnings. One of my lessons you start thinking about it. It is we, we sit there and we think that, you know, we want, we want to have more money so things can be easy so we can have freedom. We want a strategy or a system to make the thing easier. We want to win a million dollars. We want to just get the promotion. We want to hurry up and, and do the thing, have the thing. And what it doesn't matter if we had it, if we were given it in that very moment, you still wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be happy because we would be on to the next thing. And when you peel back all of the layers of all of it, it is not the wealth, it is not the abundance, it's not the material things that we are in search of, it is truly purpose. And when you start to live in your purpose, live from your purpose, it's literally everything starts to shift. All the things that you want, they just start to happen for you, but it's not even it doesn't even matter anymore. It's like, could you imagine ever be feeling so whole that you want for nothing? So whole that you just don't even want anything else. You don't need anything else. That's what starts to happen when we start to live from our purpose. Yeah, deep, right? (laughs) So my, my next lesson, boundaries are not walls, but the gates that we get to open up when alignment is present. So boundaries is something that I have struggled with primarily in a place of feeling guilt, right? So having a boundary and when you uphold it feeling guilty and so not always standing firm in it, like communicating your boundary like no, I won't do this thing and then someone making you feel bad for it and then or guilty and then deciding that you're going to bend in your boundary to accommodate them and ultimately then you feel Angry, upset, resentful, all of the things, and the the cycle there is really, really bad. and so when you start to really look at boundaries as the the gatekeeper of alignment and then you get to open them when alignment is is present is is a it was a huge reframe for me. The boundaries are the walls that really protect the garden in which that we are building, right? that we're attending to protecting our dreams, our purpose. So in that, I'm going to challenge you to start thinking about your boundaries that way and, and asking yourself, where is it that you need to tighten up your boundaries to start to uphold them? And with that reframe, how much easier that starts to become your breath is the bridge between your conscious mind and your body it's kind of like we we talked about this in the last episode too, but it's a little bit different. So this is number eight. Your breath is the bridge between your conscious mind and your body. And your breath is the only life life force rhythm in your body you have conscious control over and that you can allow by choice to run on autopilot or you can consciously control so let that sink in it is the only life force rhythm in your body that you can choose to control or choose to let run on autopilot what is really metaphorical for for life for our life truly a metaphor for life we can either choose to wake up and actively live our life to be present and aware in as many moments as we possibly can Or we can go into a default and be on autopilot, which is really the defining difference between having a mediocre existence and a life well lived. When that message came through for me, I was like, oh, zinger, right? Wow. And it's just a continual process of remembering and like reminding yourself to stay awake, to stay conscious, to be in Control, right? We have control of so little things, but we do have control of our breath. We have control of our awareness to be aware and to not run on autopilot. We get to choose, we get to do the work. All right, number nine, we confuse the desire to be seen and heard with our desire to be felt. As human beings, what we truly desire is for someone to like feel us, really feel us and get us. So it's not being seen and heard. It's truly to feel who we are. And last, breathwork isn't really about breathwork. It's about relating to emotions, experiences, self, others, and our environment truly is. So we think that going into a breathwork experience is about the breathing. And the breathing is just the vehicle to connect, to create that connection, to relate to the feelings and our past experiences, to almost be an interpreter for us of ourself, our others, and and the environment. So those were i think i had even more lessons but i tried to to package it up into those those 10 those were the 10 most potent powerful lessons i learned while away while breathing a lot while traveling while experiencing and like really living and the, the really the reminder to me too inside of that is how much and this is every time i travel which is why I, i'm obsessed with with traveling and the fact that I have created a business that I can work from anywhere in the world is that when we get outside of our normal natural environment, the amount of that like how quickly and efficiently you can get work done and then have so much time to actually live life. Like that's like what life is really meant to be, is to do the work that we want to do to in our purpose to bring the impact to bring that sort of value to the world and then also have this space to like truly experience and that's actually a piece of our work because all of that gets to come back and flow in to the work that we do into our purpose it's you can't even separate the two of them and so it's, it's really part of the the reason I love to travel. And I guess that was a bonus lesson. Number 11. (laughs) Ah, thank you for, for listening, my friends. I will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And as always, sharing is caring. So snap a pic and share this episode with another super expander.